0: Good morning and welcome to this another edition of Words from the Word of God. If you would join with me right now in bowing our heads in memory of my stepdad, Charles Owens, good man of God who is in glory now. Uh, His faith has now become his sight. So if you would just honor his memory now by having a few moments of silence with me. Thank you. As we jo- begin together, it's so good to join that the Lord's given us another opportunity to join together We're not sharing a word from the word of God. This morning, I would like to begin to look at the assurances given to us by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as he gave them to his disciples and to us as well. Uh, this morning, I would like to speak to your hearts about the assurance, begin to speak to you about the assurance of and the gift of the Holy Spirit. The gift and assurance of the Holy Spirit. Now say I'll begin to speak to you about it. We may have several parts depending on how the Lord leads to this message, but I think this is very important for us to grasp. You know, Jesus, uh after his death and burial and his resurrection And John, the Gospel of John, chapter 20, the disciples were gathered together uh, at that evening and they were shut in a room and the door were locked. Well, it doesn't really say, but I believe the doors were locked because they were there for fear of the Jews. And Jesus came in and stood in their midst. And he said right here at the end of verse 19, peace be unto you. You see, Jesus gave them the assurance of his peace. And we will get into this in later messages. But we're in verse 20, and I want to read this and listen to this closely. He says, and when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus unto them again, peace be unto you. As my father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and saith unto him, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. How can you and I receive the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost? How can we receive him? This is a very important question. And it's very the answer to it is mo- of most importance because it the, it speaks of the eternal destiny of our souls. You see, what we will see here is the Word of God will tell us and show us that we must be born again. We must be born from above through faith in Jesus Christ. We must have the Holy Spirit indwelling. Are dwelling inside of us, have his presence in our life because that is the only way that we can commune with a holy and righteous God. We will see this as we go along. Now, I said this when I started out. This may be in several parts. I don't know how many, but we'll go as the Lord leads here. But we've got a lot of scripture to cover. So I do not want to rush through this. This is something that everyone, believer and non-believer alike, need to grasp. The word of God uses several metaphors involving birth to help explain what it means to have a saving, a true saving relationship with Jesus Christ, our Lord. We find terms in Scripture such as born of God in John chapter one, verse 13. And we'll read these scriptures here in a moment. We also have uh, the, the phrase born again. And and the, the phrasing there in the Greek translation is born from above there in John chapter 3, verse 3. And then we have born of the spirit there in John chapter 3, verse 6. These all mean the same thing. Birth metaphors are used because we all understand what physical birth means. We know that when a that when a baby is born, a new person enters into the world. The new life, a new life, will grow, and that young person, as they grow, will become to will come to resemble and be like their parents, his or her parents. When, but now listen to this. This is beautiful here. When we are born of the Spirit. And we'll look at the scriptures here in a moment. We become a new person. We become a new person. It's not a reformation of what we used to be. No, when we accept Christ by faith, the Holy Spirit enters into us. And we become a complete new person, a new creation. And we become, in the, we get to the point where we, through Christ, can commune once again. It's called reconciliation. We're brought back into a right relationship with God through the new birth by faith in Christ. But let's look at these terms. Born again, born of God, and born of the Spirit here in Scripture this morning. And we will look at another Scripture, a few more Scriptures here in a moment. But let's look first at born of God. Born of God. John, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 11 through 13 John here is identifying who Christ is, and John wonderfully identifies Christ as the Son of God in his gospel. The Son of God, no other, the Son of God. Remember there in John chapter one verse twenty nine, John the Baptist's testimony of Christ was, "Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world." John identifying who Christ is here in his the first chapter of his gospel, verse 11, he says, speaking of Christ, he came unto his own and his own received him not. Jesus is and what is, was and will always be the Jewish Messiah. But they when he came, they rejected him. The Jews rejected him. his own people, rejected him. So he turned to the Gentiles. Thank God for that. Because that's the non-Jews. We are non-Jews, uh, you know, and I, I thank God for that. But listen to verse 12 here. But as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Born of God. What is the means by which we can be born of God? And that speaks of born from above. It's the same phrase. It means the same thing as being born again, which we will see there in John chapter 3 here in a few moments. What's the means by which we can be born again? Born from, born of God. What's the means by which we can have communion? with God, unbroken communion and have his presence and power in the person of the Holy Spirit in our life by believing in Christ. What does John say right there in verse 12? But as many as received him, that means that we take hold of Christ, the one who died on the cross, the one who shed his blood on the cross, the one who gave us all that we might have it all, the one who took his place in death that we might take our place in life. That one, he we receive him. And if we receive him, he gives us the power to become the sons and daughters of the Most High God. Because John says right here, even to them that believe on his name, Believing on his name transformed us from a sinner to a son and daughter of the most high God. I tell you what, folks, this is wonderful. Born of God. But we're not born of blood. We're not born of flesh. But it speaks of that second birth. Born of, but of God. Nor the will of man, but of God. Born of God. John chapter 3 verse uh three through seven, Nicodemus speaking with Jesus there wonderfully. And a lot of people know the scripture. uh, But let's look at this for a few minutes, because this speaks of being born from above. That's what that phrase born again means. It's born from above. Where God tells us here, Nicodemus has come in the context of scripture. Nicodemus has come to Christ by night because he didn't want to cause himself any Hardships or anything by associating himself with the savior. So he comes by night. So his, his, all his Pharisee buddies wouldn't, you know, uh, ostracize him from the, the, the worship there in the temple because he was a ruler of the Jews. He was very intelligent. He was self righteous. He was very righteous according to keeping the Jewish traditions and the law, the Mosaic law. So when he comes to Christ, means to acquire who Christ is. Jesus says unto him, here in verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, and this is the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, listen, except a man be born again, that is in the Greek, born from above, as it's translated, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him how can a man be born when he is old can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born that's a good question Jesus said no you're thinking of the physical birth I'm speaking of spiritual Jesus answered and said here in verse 5 verily verily truly truly I say unto thee except a man be born of water and of spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of God That which is born of the flesh is flesh, speaking of that first birth. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Listen to verse 7 here. We hear a great emphatic here. Marvel not that I said, this is Jesus speaking, unto thee, ye must be born again. Ye must be an emphatic. There's no if, ands, and buts about it we must be born again and as we go along here we will see the difference in uh you know the acts of self-righteousness versus this new birth but this new birth as we already seen the means by which we come to this new birth and receiving the holy spirit in ourselves and being born again into the family of god and, and born from above and born of god and born of the spirit all comes through faith in Jesus Christ. Remember what John said there in 1 John chapter 1, verse 12. But as many as received him, gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Have you believed on his name today? Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? As we go along here, I pray that you will, if you have not. If you're rejecting him today, you need to understand your the eternal destiny of your soul is in question here. So I pray that the Holy Spirit would bring you under such Holy Ghost conviction that you couldn't rest until you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's my prayer today. Thank you for joining me, and I ask and encourage you to join me again as we continue this study in our upcoming broadcast. Thank you for joining me again, and I look forward to the next time that we can share in a word from the Word of God. God bless.